Hello and welcome to the DJ Force 10 In Conversation podcast, episode 203. And my very special guests on today's show are Nothing Noble. I have all four members of the band on the show today. Um, they've got some fantastic music out right now. We talk all about that in the uh, in the actual interview, so please go check them out afterwards. Um, fantastic band coming out of um, Denmark. And uh, yeah, looking, looking good. It's looking good. They've got some new singles on the way as well um and yeah future looks good for them um thank you everyone that's been watching listening etc on this this video um sorry this podcast has a video element as well so you can go check that out on the youtube channel uh youtube.com forward slash dj force x uh you can see all of us on the screen at the same time kind of brady bunch style uh using zoom but um yeah thank you everyone that's been listening and leaving comments and stuff like that i'm absolutely um humbled by it all to be perfectly honest um loving that people are listening to these bands uh these folks that i've got on this show and i've got plenty more coming up for you um in the next month i've got uh let's have a look let's actually release the schedule here i've got joe james co-director of the radar festival here in the uk uh we get to talk about how he formed that what he was doing before it and how that sort of how covid has, has, has affected a show promoter like himself that put us on um like festivals and and like last year's festival got postponed this year's is still scheduled to go ahead so fingers crossed that's going to happen um i've also got punk rock factory now this is a group i uh discovered on tiktok of all places it's not really my demographic um that sort of platform but uh with my new sort of like side uh job kind of thing um i'm very much on there and discovered this band fantastic pop punk covers band um they've got two albums out go check them out if you love your pop punk and you love covers this band are perfect um the latest album is just all disney ones which is brilliant but we like i say we talk about that and then um but going into june i've got go ahead and die i have um amadeus cavalera son of max um he has uh done an album with his dad uh sort of very uh punk rock uh if you will very harsh hardcore kind of thing really grimy really cool um i've got fear factory Dino Cazera is coming up on the show and uh, Diamond from Tetrarch as well. Um, a return after pretty much, yeah, almost exactly a year ago I interviewed her um, and they've done so much over that year despite the world shutting down. They have gone from strength to strength, which has been absolutely magnificent to watch. Um, yeah, but apart from that, that's the schedule coming up on the uh, on the forthcoming shows and stuff. And they've all got video components, so please subscribe to my YouTube channel uh, so you don't miss out on that. They get released every Friday at midnight, much like this podcast. Uh, if you prefer just listening to the audio of me, awesome. Stay with this. If you want to see something, want to like uh, have a visual with it, um, us talking, chatting, all that kind of stuff, please do subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, that would be greatly appreciated. I'd love to get that platform up and sort of running and on its own if you will um uh yeah i think that's it for now um i haven't got anything else to add i'm just trying to think i was looking at my notes and i'm babbling now so it's probably a good chance to take you over to the guys in nothing noble enjoy
would love to welcome to the show today. I have Adam, Uze, Cornelius, and Louis from the band Nothing Noble. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Excellent. Um, as I said before I hit record, I'm absolutely loving the tune you guys just released, uh, which we'll talk about in a moment. Um, but before we start, uh, because you are, uh, well, to me, you're a new band. Um, and I think generally to probably the majority of, of my listeners, you are a new band. Um, I would love to get your origin story, um, if possible. Um, so if, if one of you or all of you, if you can at the same time, uh, <laughs> no, I don't recommend that. Um, yeah, sure. yeah if, if I could get your origin I, I, story, I, that'd be great. I could, I could start out, um, cool. Actually, we started out as uh, as a name uh, band uh, band called uh, Everything Is Terrible, and uh, it actually started when Cornelius and uh, the old uh, bass player uh, Dennis um, just had some guitar pro files and had some fun with it, sending it back and forth, writing stupid stuff, and I met up with them in in, in <laughs> I met up them uh, at a bar and. Uh, I played drums uh, all my life and uh, was uh, like uh, high school friends with Dennis. And I, they had a, a gig, a small gig, and I just said, "Fuck it, I'm going to play the drums." They they had uh, they, they had planned out to to use a uh, like a, a MIDI drummer yep. thing and those two on on stage just for the, the the fun of it. And I just said in my yeah, in my drunkenness, that I would just do the drums, and that's how we got started, actually. And he hadn't, Being heard, a, he hadn't heard a single note of the music. He was just like, and I, think, oh, I, I trust you guys. Yeah. It's going to be a good time. <laughs> and I think it was, was it three three weeks, four weeks later, so we had the show? We had maybe a month to learn. Oh, all the stuff. okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. So that's how we got started. <laughs> Adam, just to note your, your mic, it's, uh, every time it touches something, it makes a, yeah, yes, oh, yes. Okay. Awesome. Touching your beard, man. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, but, cool. So obviously you started out as that, that um, under a different name. Um, and then um, where, where did the uh, Nothing Noble come into existence? <clears throat> Yeah, I want to go. Yeah, um, (laughs) we came in existence here, like our name as Nothing Noble came to existence in 2020. Actually, we made the decision to um, change our name. We had played some shows as um, Everything is Terrible before um, with the current lineup you see now. Yeah. And we were in what you call a boxing middle battle stuff uh, where there were some judges who... um, Like tells you, like they coach you, yeah, and give you coach, like yeah. business advice and musical advice and all yeah. that stuff. And uh, we were we went to the final, did not win the final, but we went to the final. And um, there was an after party going on afterwards where people were like, "I've seen your name around social medias and on Spotify, but your name is so stupid that I would not <laughs> click on it." So we and we had, we had had the same conversation many times about yeah. changing our names, but we just couldn't. Couldn't like get our heads around what what else to to, to name us, and we yeah. thought it was funny, but it was more like an in uh, and joke uh, a joke uh, for for ourselves, and nobody else got it. So, <laughs> like we got a really unreadable metal logo, like a yep. black metal or death metal band, and like people expected to hear death metal or black black metal and got disappointed. So it was like, yeah, it was. 
That's a joke for us and <laughs> no one else. <laughs> yeah, so basically the people who would get like interest in, in the name would get turned off by the music because it yeah. didn't match and people who were like might be interested in the music wouldn't like click on the name because yeah. or yeah. It was one big mess. So <laughs> yeah. we decided to change it and we uh, released a debut album as Everything is Terrible and we re-released it as Nothing Noble because it's the same lineup. Yeah. Uh, we play the same songs. It's just under Nothing Noble now. So okay. basically we play the same songs uh, live as well. So it's still a part of the band history. Yeah. And I guess we wanted to like move into a more serious direction <laughs> yeah. um, by also collabing, collabing with uh, Prime um collective prime collective yeah um that we're under now we're handling our like pr and stuff excellent excellent and um yeah it's 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 got its way to me which is nice um (laughs) um, (laughs) that's awesome let's um let's talk about your um your uh latest single the new single bond of blood um absolutely fantastic that was the first track i heard of you guys and and absolutely loved it it's it's just like full of I know it just just sounds huge. It's massive. It's got big riffs. It's just chunky, chunky riffs. I got written down here. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, tell us about that because you got um, a special guest on there as well. You got Brendan Murphy uh, from Counterparts. Um, and yeah, how did how did that whole how did it come about? How was how was it for you guys? That's actually one of the songs that started out as as a jam, <laughs> more 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 as a uh, as a guitar pro. Uh, yeah, okay. we, we, we work a lot in, in Guitar Pro, but this song is actually one of the songs that just came about just like instantly and we just clicked on it, uh, everybody at the same time. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah, it was uh, like a natural progression of the song in general. It's just me jamming the main riff in the rehearsal room and Adam immediately started, hey, keep on playing that and we just kept it on repeat and it's like one of the few times it has happened for us because we yeah like Adam so we are normally a band who challenge ourselves and read, write stuff in guitar pro which we barely can play but we like force ourselves to learn it like we really really try to say we need to learn this it sounds cool so we need to learn it but this one came totally natural from us so this is like yeah a rehearsal song I would say nice and yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's not as, like, it's, I think you can hear that it's more organic than some of the stuff on the first record, which is, like, to me, I can, like, hear the, like, the, the, the convolutedness of all the, like, different complicated parts that we've woven together in all different time signatures and yeah. stuff like that. Um, and this one just, like, flows and, yeah, it grooves. Yeah. Like, Kind of all the way, through, all the way through. Yeah. Regarding uh, Brendan Murphy, we—it's uh, <laughs> quite a funny story because we were just chatting about having features in general, and we started listening to his other band called uh, End. Yeah. And we all were hyped about End, uh, the project in general, and we're like, "Oh, we should get the uh, guy from End in. He, this is a pretty new band." And we didn't realize it was the same uh, vocalist from Counterpart, and we were like. <laughs> 
um, oh, Brendan Murphy. And like, people were like, oh, yeah, Brendan, he's from Counterparts as well. And we were like, oh, okay. Oh, my God, <laughs> oh my God it's Brendan from Counterparts. We didn't realize. He's he, Yeah, because he has a different tone in end. So I didn't like realize it was him. Like, it's no, totally a different cool. vocal style he used in Counterparts. So I was really like, okay, he can do both. Wow, that is yeah. amazing. He is a really good vocalist, I would say. That's awesome. Yeah, That's he awesome. absolutely is like slaughtered it. I had uh, I had a correspondence with him, and he was just like the nicest guy, first of all, and like very responsive and kind of like there are some parts that, for example, like where I don't really say a word, and I like had to explain it to him, and he just like got it instantly and just tried something, and yeah, cool. Yeah, can you if if I if I remember right, he like you you send it to you send it to him. And like within a week or like four days, he had the he had the first thing, and it was just awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It and just clicked. Like, yeah. Different voicings and different. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. And, and you guys like um, you got an album like you said before. Well, you didn't say it before, but you got an album coming out later this year. Um, it's called Modern Dismay. Uh, it's out through Prime Collective as well in August. Um, so. Um, yeah, it's a bit early, but everyone, you know, look out for that. <laughs> uh, but for meanwhile, are you guys um, actually thinking about just while we're on it? Are you guys releasing any more singles anytime soon from that record? Yes, we are. Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, real soon, the fourth of April. No, no, what? nine. What? Nine of April. It's not like I just. Like was editing the music video and I had to do all the teasers and type it out. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. Um, yeah, we're releasing a, our second single from the album uh, called uh, "Eternal Change," um, uh, the 9th of uh, April. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, next Friday, and, um, and then six weeks from then, yeah, it's the third one. Yeah, it's the first one. Yeah, yeah it's the third, oh, third no. one. <laughs> English hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we have two more. Cool. Uh, that's right now. Um, yeah. For the release. And when, for, uh, when's, the, the um, release. when's the third one coming out? Have you got a date for that yet? We do. Does anyone remember? You have you have the Excel calendar. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's May twenty first, but I'll just okay. check. Yeah, it is. It, that was a really good. Yeah, right. yeah. Remember, yeah. May twenty first. Cool. Yeah. I only and, asked that because yeah. this is probably going to go out. Nearer that time, so we got we've yeah. got we've got a good lead time on this. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that third single, what what's it what's it going to be? Uh, the third or the second? A single. third. Uh, the third. Yeah. Um, it's going to be called. It's a uh, reason. It's called. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it's your old riff. No, yeah, it's an old riff. I no, it's a collection of old riffs I wrote. No, no, no. That's the second single. We are mixing up now. Oh uh, the third, just, just, <laughs> like we, we're, used, we're sorry. We're used to the working titles. Yeah, we are all used, yeah. Like fucked up. So we're we're trying to like. <laughs> Not do that anymore. Yeah, use right, the actual right. names. Yeah, we're trying to use the actual names, but we are so used to like say to each other, "Oh, play that," uh, and then it's a uh, working title, yeah. which no one is like. So oh yeah, I remember now. Yeah, but Wilson, yeah. the third single is 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 riffs uh, that dates actually back to it's when Louis started uh, in, in the band. It, it was like a collection of different kinds of riffs. 
over time that we, we changed up and uh, collaborated together on and just like we had sometimes we had we meet up in the practice room and we maybe use three four hours just just like like not jamming on our instruments but but using the computer and just like pacing around and thinking and like uh, bouncing ideas uh, above each other and this is one of the songs that has that vibe like it will spill over time and we also played it live actually um because we had um doing the Wagen middle battle thing yeah. we had a like it was one of the first song i would say that were like kind of done like all the progressions were done but yeah for, at, the, new yeah, for the new album but at this uh, <laughs> at that time we played it live it was like six minutes or something because we had a huge oh, right. uh, middle section Part in the middle yeah really proggy and like everyone was like <laughs> Just cut it down. <laughs> <laughs> the middle section does nothing for us, and it like okay, <laughs> fine. Um, so we took the middle section and made it into an interlude, which comes um, in the album. Actually, oh, nice. um, and the actually, the middle the middle part was different uh, yeah. when we played it at Biden Middle Battle. Yeah, it was a different part, uh, and actually, when we went into the studio, things also changed. So this is like. A totally different kind of written song than Bond of Blood. So we, it, it, it kind of represents the whole spectrum of, of how we, uh, how we're writing music actually. Nice, nice. I want to bring Uze in because he's not said very much. He said, yeah. he said twenty five. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he, he talks, he talks a lot. He talks a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm usually pretty quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to put the spotlight on you. I mean, we didn't have a light on you earlier. So, no. you know, <laughs> um, um, but yeah, no, Uze, where, 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 like, how do you feel about these tracks? Like, where, where have you come from on those ones? I'm sorry. Where have you come from on those tracks? Like, as in, like, you know, how, how was like, uh, bought, um, Bond of Blood and things like that when you come to writing your part of it? Uh, I usually just, you know, follow Louis' riffs. I don't really do that much of the riffing parts. I mean, I usually write the melodies for the band okay. and uh, that's usually not the singles that have the melodies on oh. so <laughs> so you can just say louis that's pretty great i think i think you're a pretty great writer and then i just follow along I, yeah, yeah. I would say usai you have uh, some melodies on the second one actually that you wrote i do uh, <laughs> but yeah but Usai, very, uh, uh, this is the reason why I love Usai because he doesn't want to do he doesn't want to do that much, but he just plays well bass and it's just like yeah. play this and he like instantly play it and it's like okay great like thank you. <laughs> well, I mean, like if we're if if we start a song and then we're kind of stumped for ideas ideas and then we ask Usai, can you try and do something for this? Mm. And then he just instantly does it and he does it pretty well. Yeah, um, just nice. like. He should write more. <laughs> Putting down something that's uh, like a sick chorus or some great lead parts or yeah, yeah. No. But that was yeah, I also I had, had some time. Late, I guess. Huh? What was that? What did you say, Adam? I just saying, uh, Usai just had some time getting getting uh, like founded in the, in the band and then started like now is totally different from when Usai started. 
like also I also wrote many riffs uh, from from the other songs on the album so I wouldn't say that Usai only like does the melodies no, but, I think yeah. I wrote a chorus for a song and that was it but I'm not sure I, I really I often forget what I write <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, Uzai like, basically hasn't done anything. <laughs> no, no. Well, you're you're selling yourself short, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. Excellent, excellent. Well, guys, I got a couple of questions left for you before we can uh, wrap things up, if that's cool. Um, these ones are for you each individually. Um, so, uh, you know. The one that goes first, obviously go first, but then the one that goes last, I'll have more time to think about it. But um, uh, what I want to find out from each of you are your three top albums that that were, pivot- that were pivotal for you. Not like, you know, all-time greatest album, like, as in, like, it's my number one, number two, number three. I want to find out the album that made you want to, like, Cornelius, made you want to sing, or what made you want to play guitar, um, Louis, or where did you want to play bass? I made you want to drum. Which, what were those albums? I started out playing drums when I was six, and I like tormented my dad for two years from four to six, just like getting the getting an acoustic drum kit, and he wanted me to play guitar because because it was way easier. But that came about from mainly stealing his uh, Deep Purple uh, records and, and Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd. Right. It, it, I don't have like uh, like a, 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 re- a, a like a like an album but later on playing music it was the Black Album Metallica and uh, and the Meshuggah uh, Nothing. Okay. Cool. That was five, but that was five. Of, yeah. But the, yeah. the, the, I went with the first three. So <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, who wants to go next? Um, yeah, I can go. Uh, well, the thing uh, for me with the story of Adam, like my dad just showed me a classic rock bands. Um, he's terrible at English, so we tried to write the Who for so long, and he couldn't find. Because he couldn't write to who he is like yeah. I don't know what it is, but he tried so hard to find it on the internet and he couldn't spell it. I was like, oh well. And then one day he just came and like, listen, this is what I told you about. I'm like, okay, great. And then um, yeah, like any other guitarist, I learned "Smoke Underwater" was like the first riff. But yeah. I would say, I would say um, actually, albums that like wanted me to play guitar was. Um, I can't remember the the album, uh, but like when my mom and dad showed me Meatloaf, uh, yeah. that was actually when I decided, okay, I want to buy a guitar. I want to get into this uh, fully on. And in newer times, albums that has changed my perspective would uh, be um, um, the first periphery album, actually. It uh, changed completely around on my uh, way of thinking of uh, writing music. Uh, and then the second one is uh, actually a weird one because it doesn't fit our band at all, but the uh, Deaf Heaven Sunbather is like one of my, like when I started getting to this more shoegaze uh, black metal stuff, I was like, this is so cool. Like I didn't know that you could write music like this with more guitar fake pedals. Like for me, it was for so long about um, riffs and all yeah. those things. Uh, but then, I came into like, oh, what about turning a lot of pedals on and just make noise? Uh, so I would say that the <laughs> album uh, shaped a lot of my um, guitar playing as well. But it all started with um, 
like I would say Metallica and for that Metallica album would be and Justice for All were really where like everything shaped me as like this is going somewhere this is metal I will start playing cool so I would see these albums nice. me. I think like music wise I have to mention like I my first like rock like guitar music album was uh, Americana by The Offspring Okay. And I listened to that so fucking much. And that was like, that opened like the door into rock and metal music for me. So I have to mention that. Nice. Um, and then I got into like metalcore stuff, mainly like probably Kill Switch Engage was like the biggest one for me that was like the next step from yeah. like where it got like really metal. Um, and 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 yeah, definitely. Um, I think vocal wise, it's it's it has to be uh, mystery signals mm. like controller uh, and the one before that mirrors, right? Yeah, yeah. because well, m- mostly controller, I guess, because Carl just has the best pronunciation of any like vocalist that I know. It's so fucking crazy. Like I never read any of their lyrics, but well, I still like know it. you can hear every single word. And yeah. That's something that has like inspired me a lot over the last couple of years trying to get better, definitely. Um and I have to mention one more because for this the for Mondus Dismay, uh the new record I I was listening a lot to Norma Jean. Yep. Um and the way that he like uses tonality with his screams. Yeah. And which is a new thing that I that I tried to do on the record, which was uh taxing for me because it was a new technique. Um so I'm excited to like showcase some of the songs where I'm like more tonal compared to the the first record but I'm really like kind of monotonous all the way through. Um but but yeah, I, I, like I'm actually a guitarist, okay. so it, it's it's kind of like uh, yeah, you're, you started, <laughs> started out as a guitarist, and um, he still plays. We we couldn't we couldn't find anyone to to <laughs> sing, or like the people that we found was just like it, it didn't work out, and like finally I was just like fuck it, I'll I'll have to do it, and then so I've I've started slowly like learning that, but. I think some of my first like songs on guitar was definitely Metallica or something like that. Okay. Um, as yeah. well. So cool. yeah. Cool. A lot of those. Excellent. Um, Uze, last but not least. Yeah. So, you know, it's been mentioned a lot, but Metallica also has been yeah. like the biggest influence when I was around 14, I think I saw the, uh, guitar hero ads back then when the, when that was a thing, yeah. then I just began listening to Metallica and I remember seeing or listening to Robert's parts or, yeah. And I was just like blown away. So I just said to my dad, dad, we're going to be a buy bass and this is going to be now. And like the next day we went and got a bass. Nice. And then I played like that style for a long time. And then I got introduced to Periphery and the second album, I think uh, Periphery 2.0 yeah. that changed like everything for me, the way I played and what I wanted to play. And I actually don't have a third album. You don't have a third album. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Just, just, just say Periphery 3. 
Awesome. I mean, there, there are some absolute, like, absolute amazing bands in that in that list there. Um, I write all these down just purely because if there's anything I've missed, then I always go back and listen, or if there's something I haven't heard for a long time. And there's a couple in there. Um, so, yeah, I'm definitely going to go back and listen to... Um, I haven't heard Meatloaf in a long time. I keep hearing the same song. No, no. <laughs> like, uh, my dad remembered me as well, and I was like, oh, it's so long since I listened to Meatloaf. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Time to listen to Meatloaf. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's got to be... There's all, you've got to bring out the Meatloaf sometimes. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean... <laughs> a lot of those bands on there if you go for some of the newer ones like uh periphery for instance absolutely absolutely love that band i saw them live with um uh deftones back i used to live in the states yeah. and they were they did a tour with deftones and um it was absolutely brilliant because it was the first time i've seen them live i'd heard them on record but um uh oh hang on Sorry, there we go. Um, <laughs> I got a, I got a notice up on the screen saying forty minutes yeah, coming up. Yeah. So yeah. All right, cool. It put me off. Um, I've got to edit that one. Uh, but yeah, no, but, but um, Periphery absolutely like uh, blew me away that night. Um, I mean, Deftones were great, but um, the, the, I mean, they were the support band. I, I I'd heard them on record, and it was uh, no, it was all right. And then uh, saw them live, and I've absolutely loved them since. So absolutely fantastic band. Um, Norma Jean are another one actually. They're 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 brilliant. I I've I I got into my sort of like hardcore sort of level stuff a long time ago. So them converge, um, and then the more sort of groove laden sort of stuff from New York. So you got like Vision of Disorder and Chromags and stuff like that. Oh, um, and uh, yeah, no, it's just it. it I, I love that scene. Kill Switch as well. Kill Switch. Yeah, fuck yeah. That's what I was up with. Yeah, that, when they released, um, uh, was it Signal Fire a couple of years ago? It fucking, like, I mean, I knew before that with, with their other stuff, like Last Serenade and all that kind of stuff from there, but um, when they had both singers, Jesse and Howard, coming onto that yeah. track, that was like one of the, I, for me, it should have been a massive, I mean, it was a massive moment for me because it's like two great singers in the same band and they're fucking doing a song together because you didn't know whether there was bad blood or not between them. And and it, it should have been a massive moment. I don't know what happened. It just kind of, I don't know. Here it got kind of swept under the carpet, I think. But um, no, absolutely fantastic band. Love them. Um, great. Um, and my final question for you guys before this Zoom meeting decides to cut itself off. Um, what are your hobbies away from music? So when you are not doing Nothing Noble, or anything like that. What do you guys do as hobbies? Um, well, my hobby is also my my job, kind of. Okay. Um, so I don't know if it qualifies as a hobby, but um, <laughs> well, oh, <laughs> oh um, that's boring. Actually, I uh, I play a lot of uh, like board games and yeah. uh, Magic yeah. uh, Magic the Gathering. And okay, stuff. cool. Uh, and like really into that nerdy shit. Nice, nice. So much fun. Camera. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm a, I do like photography and, and videos and stuff, but that's it, it doesn't count because it's not like strictly a hobby, I guess. It's not. <laughs> it's not all fun. <laughs> it's not for for pleasure all the time. So, yeah, but definitely like yeah, nerdy shit. Uh, nice. Like card games, board games, whatever. It's a really good time, and it's a good way to like have some experiences with your friends now that you can't experience yeah. anything else. So yeah, yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. Um, I as well, um, 
<laughs> my hobby is also my job. I'm a sound technician at a venue. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, so every yeah, I'm real close to to Corona, of course. But yeah. Um, um, but yeah, that's basically my my job and my hobby as well. But next to that is actually a construction um, because. Uh, other than being a technician at the venue, I also have to be a little bit of a janitor and, you know, fix stuff if something is broken. And I got like a feeling of, Hey, I can actually use my hands. So therefore I got a lot into um, uh, building stuff in general. I really like to cut wood and make stuff by myself. Uh, Right now I'm renovating my own apartment right now. And uh, I'm thinking about only making my furniture by myself and all those things. Like, how can I build it by myself instead of go out and buy stuff? Excellent. So, yeah. yeah. Cool. <laughs> I remember at your old apartment where you're like, oh, you have to come check out my cupboards. I redid the cupboards. Yeah. <laughs> They're so cool now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, my, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm into powerlifting. Yep. Lifting heavy stuff and... Uh, yeah, uh, riding a motorcycle, t- tuning tuning up things, and as as Louis like ma- just yeah, using my hands. Uh, besides being a, uh, an academic, so I'm a little bit of like music training, using my hands. So I just like to get busy and cool. do stuff. Excellent. Yeah, so I'm actually also into powerlifting, like Adam as well. So uh, sometimes we train together. We haven't done that for a while because of COVID. But, you know, when it's open, Adam, we have to train again. Yeah. And then I actually began planting chilies. So I have, like, little chili babies at home. Nice. So that's a new hobby. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, some fine I like that. A lot of stuff that I do as well, which is good. Um, no, I mean, I, I'm, I'm very much into my board games. Uh, I love the nerdy shit too. Um, yeah, during lockdown, I got my kids into D&D. Um, oh, nice. Because <laughs> I've got enough people to do it as well. So I've got, I've got, I've got three daughters and my wife. And, and it was just, it was just, you know, I was the games master. They were the players and stuff. And it was just, yeah. it was a great way to kill time, to be honest, for them. Because it's just like, takes them out of everything that's going on. Um, and it was good fun. You know, creative and expressive as yeah, well. Exactly, exactly. I'll exactly. start with you, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I used to be a sound tech as well, actually, in a venue. Um, oh, nice. I know exactly what you're talking about, having to be kind of like a janitor for this place and fix stuff. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, one of my Corona projects has been soldering around 156 uh, XLR uh, um, connectors, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm do- I've just built a patch base, so yeah. I just signed stood in a corner for like a week and <laughs> sort of <laughs> Louis goes to your corner yeah <laughs> my colleague like, you know where to find me I'm just in my corner yeah. listening to podcasts and soldering all day so <laughs> fair enough that's a good time it's a good uh, good yeah I mean if you can immerse yourself in it awesome yeah. um, <laughs> but cool guys thank you very much for your time I really appreciate it. Um, good luck with everything with the album. I hope to have you guys probably back on around the time of the album um, so we can sort of like catch up again. It'd be and, awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. Thank you for having me. Absolutely my pleasure. Hopefully once once Corona kind of, I'm just going to say eases off and we're allowed to travel and tour and play shows um, <laughs> that you guys make it over to, uh, to here. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll definitely be there. So 
Awesome. Thank you, awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. It was, uh, it was really nice talking to you. Cool. Adam, Uze, Cornelius, Louis, thank you. Thank you, Barney. Thank you. Awesome.